Hello, everyone, and welcome to Renee's podcast. Thank you to everybody that's listening and everybody that continues to listen on. If you can tell, uh, my voice is a little bit raspy today, so I am talking quietly, so I apologize for that right from the get-go. Just a little uh, tired, and I've been pounding water to try to help any bit of it, so please bear with me on um, how I sound, and the reason I do sound that way is just having a few nights of, eh, whatever you want to call it, uh, freedom, uh, getting out and trying to feel a little bit normal, I mean, the whole thing, which involves a little bit of drinking here and there. Yeah, I get it. I know it's not good. It's especially not good with the medications that I'm on. But, um, you know, sometimes you just need a little bit of let loose and, you know, feel like you're kind of the regular person in the crowd like everybody else. Um, I have to say, and I want to get into this a little bit before I get into the topic today, but I am so impressed with the amount of information that has been coming out with GBS, CIDP, uh, International Foundation. There's just been so much as I like to say, edumacation that is so helpful and has been like over the top for me about how people have felt about the symposium from last year and um, just documentations of people discussing like how they feel and how the symposium affected them. I am really excited. I cannot wait until October to be in DC and really be able to hear other people's stories and as well as hopefully share mine. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if I can't because as you guys know, I talk to you via podcast. So people have heard my story and I, to be honest with you, I'm kind of sick of telling it. I'd rather hear what other people have gone through and how they've come out of it from the other end and how they're doing. And it's so what I actually heard from a lot of the symposium was just like, how it's so much like a brother-sister kind of bonding thing um, over this disease and diseases because we all get like that this is an invisible disease. So it's very hard for the average person to, one, understand whatsoever how you're feeling and two, you know, really get it. And understand like where you can't always stand for a long period of time. And no, you can't sit for a long period of time without being in pain. But unfortunately, we're all so used to it that we just try to kind of like push through it, pretend it's not happening. But again, that doesn't mean it's not happening. And it was kind of cool to like hear some people um, discuss like, you know, if they said, hey, I need to sit down, like nobody at the symposium is going to be like, what do you need to sit down for? Because we all get it. We all understand, you know, there's there's so many different types of us like and looking at the overview of the conference that they had last year in 2022 was all these people that are patients and caregivers and a lot of the patients ranged from people in wheelchairs to people standing up talking at a podium and both have the same exact disease but are dealing with it on a whole different level and it's just it still kind of gets me a little teared up to this day that like we just don't know what to do you know we we don't know what to do when it comes to 
curing this. You know, there is, again, we know there isn't a cure as of right now, but there are ways to make it a little bit better and a little bit easier to deal with. But it's just, it's so unprejudiced. It's so like, it, it just gets whatever it can and it affects everybody differently. And that's really the most I want to get into that because we're all, you know, dealing with it. We all have to think about it all day long and, you know, I'm not going to go there right now, but, um, to get into the topic of the day, I, uh, by popular demand, I guess. And I think, (laughs) and of course the like little giggly girl of me is coming out because I just can't help it. And no, I never took any classes whatsoever in college about anything to do with this topic. But, um, like I said, by popular demand, I had a few people reach out and wanted me to discuss what my sex life has been like since the diagnosis. And at first, and I'll be honest with you guys, somebody reached out with to me probably like last year at some point, you know, uh, maybe, maybe October, November. And a lot of different things. I mean, if I was the person in October, November, talking to the person right now in July that I am, they would be like, what, like what's happening in your life? So a lot has changed. So I think it's kind of convenient that it's happening now. And I am a little bit more open to discuss, but I feel like it is important because sex is a part of our life. Like it's a part of everybody's life. And I mean, there's people that love sex. There's people that really don't care, you know, and some, maybe some of you are like, it doesn't affect me, but clearly if some of my listeners are asking like, Hey, can you discuss this? Eh, I'm guessing you probably like it and you're curious. Um, so I guess to get on this, like I said, I've never taken classes about this because I would be the one giggling in the back of the classroom going, she said penis or something like that. And it's so it's a little yeah for me to say the least. Uh, but I, I have no problem discussing how it's changed for me since the diagnosis. Um, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty personal details. As always, you guys know, I like to kind of keep things simple and a little bit more blunt and broad, but I, I just don't like that, especially for a partner or anybody like that's stuff that I believe and agree with is kept behind closed doors. Yes, I'm a total open book, but there's some things that like, you just, you just don't want to go there. You don't want people, no, just don't go there. All right. So, um, to get into that, I, obviously things have changed. Uh, I, as you guys know, um, the effect for me is my knees. My knees are constantly in pain all the time, 24 seven. And I, you know, if I'm sitting on the floor and I'm trying to get up from like flat floor on the carpet, on the hardwood, it's kind of a process, but I've been able to really figure it out on my own where I don't need objects, but I can, I have enough upper body strength that I can get myself up. So with that said, um, you could kind of see where I'm going. The knees are not something that I can really do, um, without probably injuring myself because if I actually am full weight of my body on my knees. It feels like I'm not really touching the ground. 
And then it kind of goes into, okay, what's going to happen? Because I don't even know how it's actually going to affect me. But I can say <laughs> being on my knees has not been pretty. Not that I have been, but I'm just saying in the past, um, yeah, it's just not something that I recommend for anybody that has the same symptoms for me. Now, more of the the emotional side of it is I think it's very frustrating for anybody that has to realize that they can't do certain things for their partner. And obviously it comes from the other end too, for the partner to understand that and know that, okay, if this person's trying to do this, like they're really putting their all into it. And again, the right partner, there's a very key word there because some people just might not give a shit. And so for me, I can say that I am not the type of person, as some of you may know, to hear you can't do that because I will try to do it. And I've been yelled at so many times from PT when it comes to that. Like, they're like, can you do this? Is this okay? I'd be like, it's a cakewalk while I'm screaming on the inside. So again, it takes that kind of partner that kind of gets that and understands you and your personality in, you know, call me stubborn or whatever you want to, but that's just how I am and who I am. Like, I'm still going to try. So I think a lot of it is different, so to speak, but I would say I, and to get at a little bit of a personal level, I feel like when it comes to sex, like it's, it's a lot more wanted for me, but in the right way. It's no more of like the, I just want it, get it done with, be over with it. It's more of like the touch, you know, the feeling of somebody just showing you that they care, they love you, they, you know, they're so happy to just like have your skin against theirs and to really just um, feel that intimacy, I guess, and to feel that like you're both kind of in the moment. It's It's a lot more sensual. It's a lot A lot of that, I'm trying to think of a few different ways to put it, but I think I'm kind of getting my point across where it's, it's not like, you know, when you were younger and you were just happy to like get it and be done with it and that was it. Um, but it's just kind of like, I feel more, it's a lot more important because you're really putting yourself out there with somebody trusting them and them being willing to get you and what you're going through. So it's not just about the ins and outs. (laughs) Sorry, had to. Um, But it's just, it's a, there's a lot more that comes from it, which in a way I appreciate that. And I, I like that. I see things differently since my diagnosis that like, I know that this is more than what it was. Now, in my situation, um, it's been pretty rough because I would say I haven't been getting that. And it has been more of just about like the physical, you know, get it done type of thing and what the outcome is obviously of, you know, you guys, I think, as I've said, like I was trying to have, uh, I was trying to have a kid. I was trying to get pregnant last year and 
went through the whole uh, fertility thing, got surgery, and then things came to a halt. And I felt like more it was kind of like a mechanical thing because it's like, okay, well, you know, you want to get pregnant, so let's just do this, get this done, where there wasn't as much of that like romantic feeling of it's not just that. So with that said, I've had many people say that that could be a reason why you didn't get pregnant because it is so much of, I guess, let me say this. There, there's a lot that our bodies do that we don't realize and a lot that we give off and don't even know when it comes to our minds. Like if you're really thinking like, all I want to do is get pregnant and I want to be pregnant by this time and blah, blah, blah. And it it turns into almost like a scheduling type thing. And it's like organized and this and that. And anybody that knows me and knows my Pisces way, the last thing I want is an organized, scheduled sex schedule. Okay. Hell to the no. And uh, trust me, spring it on me. um, Make me feel like, where did this just come from type of thing? boom goes the dynamite. And that is a lot when it comes to the mentality of it. Because when you really like start getting into the schedule, like thing like, oh, I'm just doing this to, you know, for this outcome, it, it just, it's a whole different feeling. And I, a lot of people have said like, well, that could be why you didn't get pregnant, you know? And, and I mean, I, like I said, everything happens for a reason. We might not know what it is, but everything happens for a reason. So I will, and I know you're probably really getting mad at me for not getting into a lot of the details, but I, I really just think that when it, I, I don't want to say that like I'm more mentally sexually active, but I'm a lot more open and a lot more willing to discuss it. And I think that's because it's been so many years of not being able to discuss it and slowly seeing things kind of like go downhill and it kind of getting worse and not speaking up about it and not really having a willing participant to be willing to discuss it and having that like shut closed off door with one another um, has made me just look at it differently. Uh, it's not like I'm saying I want to go out and, you know, take the next willing participant. Not like that. If anything, that's like the last thing I would want. But I, I have caught myself a little bit just more, um, I don't want to use saying wanting it, but craving, it's almost like a starvation and, Again, guys, I'm still trying not to giggle, so please bear with me, but I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of bad reviews about this because everybody wants to know, like, tell me the real good stuff. It's just not going to happen. Sorry, but this is the best you're going to get out of me. I, I will say though, I, I, I think it is the starvation of not having what I want and even though I might try to say this is what I want and this is how I want it and you don't get it, I think that's more obviously of a letdown. 
Um, you know, like I've said to people, it's like when I don't get what I want, I really get frustrated and it's not like I'm asking for much, but sometimes it is, you know, sometimes for some people it is asking a lot because they might totally view it in a completely different level than you do. But I really, that's, that's one thing that I've tried to work on because everybody doesn't like when they can't get what they want. It's just how you react to it when you can't get what you want. So I will say this much uh, to give you a little bit of behind the curtain type of thing. I, because I, I know being in a marriage and being where, you know, there might be that disconnect in the bedroom that there's other things you can do. You know, there's things you can buy. If you need to take care of yourself, you need to take care of yourself. So, you know, you can't go out and, you know, find the nearest male strip club, female strip club, and just take whoever's willing because that's not really why you decided to get married. And when things get tough, that's not um, the point where you just decide to be like, well, I'm not getting what I want, so I'm gonna go get it. No. And especially, again, Pisces, loyal, uh, you just got to figure out something else. And there's always another way. So you can see where I'm going with this. So I had a couple times where, like, I, I felt like I needed to take care of myself. So I, you know, ordered stuff. And, of course, on Amazon, you can get everything. So when I do have those type of moments that I feel like I need to... <laughs> Oh, this is what I'm talking about, guys. I can't not giggle, but take care of myself. I know now, like, I can. And I've never been like that. Like, I've never been where I was just like, oh, my God, I want to, you know, have sex so bad. Or I need this or I need that. But it was really a lot of the craving of attention and a warm man's body on top of me. And, again, that's the most you're going to get. And, again, See, when I start repeating a word, guys, you know I'm starting to get uncomfortable. So with that, I when you don't get that, you try to find it, you know, somewhere else. And I have been craving that a little bit more. So even though you can get it, it's not the same because you're not getting that warmth feeling of this person really wants to like just be so thankful that you're willing to be with them in this intimate moment. So yeah, you can get toys, you can get all the bells and whistles of the bedroom, but it doesn't always necessarily mean it's getting you what you want. But again, like I said, this was never something that I ever would have thought I would one, be dealing with, or two, even like wanting it as bad as I did because in my younger days I was not like that I I just was kind of like okay yeah it's sex whatever you know take care of the person you're good okay let's move on and do something else (laughs) what's on tv but you know we're now it's like no I I want that little extra I want that more and again it's it's difficult for some people so that's the most you guys are going to get out of me today. I'm sorry that you're not getting, you know, what a porn site that I would watch or how many people it's, you guys aren't getting it. Okay. That's it. I'm not even going to start going down that road, but I hope everybody appreciated what I had to say. 
and maybe it helps you. I'm curious if any of you are willing to be that open, please message me at Renee's podcast on Instagram. I am on Instagram as much as I possibly can stomach. I've gotten a little bit better. Okay. So I have a lot of like German shepherd videos, kitten videos, and sometimes car trashians I like to watch just because it makes me feel better about life since theirs is so messed up. But uh, yeah, so there's multiple ways to message me. You can message me through email if you're more comfortable. That's Renee's podcast at outlook.com. And, you know, just share with me what, how things have changed for you. And maybe you're a little bit more mature than me and you can discuss it in a little bit more appropriate manner and not giggle like I am when I'm doing my podcast and also giggling on the inside and, you know, the kid in the back of the classroom, again, laughing when the teacher says penis. So I would love to hear from you and what has changed or hasn't changed since your diagnosis, anything that you might feel can benefit others, because I will share if you're not willing to share um, in a public setting, I have no problem. Again, when you do message me, let me know if you do want me to share it on my podcast and you want me to answer the question. Um, I will do that if you're not comfortable and you just want it to be a person-to-person conversation with just myself. That's totally fine. Um, Keep it appropriate. I don't want any creepy-ass shit coming through. Uh, I don't want you sending me what porn sites you're watching. I don't give a shit. I don't want to know, okay? I mean, some level, yeah, maybe I would be curious, but I'm not going to watch it, okay? I don't want to know what's going on and, you know, what you prefer and all that. That's not what this is about, okay? I don't need to know how many times you did 69, even though I will share this. They actually changed 69 to call it 96 now because of inflation, and I find that hilarious. So, (laughs) anyway, uh, guys... I I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to hearing from all of you. And with that said, uh, give somebody a hug that needs a hug and tell somebody that you love, you love them. All right, guys, you have a great rest of the day and I will be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.